Yes, indeed, it is time to get those car care questions answered, and uh, the guy that's going to give you those answers is ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Good morning to you, Dan Burns. Good morning, Danny Long. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. It's a nice, fresh morning, 58 degrees here in the uh, Twin Cities, and uh, maybe a little feel of fall in the air after all these 90s. We've had. I want to remind our listeners, Dan, that uh, I know you, you're going to have to take your leave here in a little over a half hour. So if you are having issues with your car, your truck, your van, and you need to bring it in for service at your favorite shop or your favorite dealer, but you want to know what the heck could be ailing, uh, give uh, Dan a text. I was going to say a call, but uh, we, uh, we are still having issues with our phone line. Uh, but we certainly will take your text messages. We've had some from last week, and we're already getting some this morning. So uh, if you uh, want to send your text, car care question via text, that's the way to get in to ask Dan your question. 651-989-9226 is the text number. Again, 651-989-9226. First of all, I got a text real early this morning, as a matter of fact, Dan, that they like your updates on uh, on that uh, sad situation about catalytic converter thefts what uh, what what what's happening that you've heard lately well the good news is it's not quite as uh there there just are, aren't as many as there were we still have them from time to time i think we had a couple this week uh that we had to deal with but uh it seems that um, maybe they're doing a little better job of enforcing it at the buyer's site, you know, yeah. at the scrapyards where they're, where they're, uh, you're having to report uh, where the converters came from. So the thieves just aren't being able to sell them. And I think uh, that's probably the best way to help it. If there's, if there's no value to them, then they'll stop stealing them. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Again, 651-989-9226. Another text that came in uh, earlier this morning. Uh, good question. It's, it's as far as towing a vehicle. I'll, I'll just read it. It says, is it okay to pull a car long distance with the vehicle in neutral? The right car. <laughs> oh, there's a difference then. There is a difference. Uh, some cars, uh, um, the, the, uh, you cannot tow them uh, a long distance with them in neutral because it does not in- disengage everything. And the if the engine's not running, the transmission's not getting lubricated properly, and so mm. it'll be a problem. And so... Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but with tow trucks, uh, most commonly nowadays you see a flat bed bed tow truck. In other words, where you put all four wheels up on the back of the tow truck. And the reason for that is because uh, a number of cars, most cars nowadays can, uh, you know, for sure all wheel drive cars can't be towed with uh, two wheels left on the ground spinning because once again, uh, the transfer case and transmission are not getting lubricated properly without the engine running, and uh, it'll cause damage to them. But that being said, if you're, you'll are you notice motorhomes uh, driving down the road. They, yeah. all, they have cars towed behind them all the time because they're the right cars. They're the right cars where the transfer case can be uh, disengaged, and, uh, and, and they're built to be towed that way. Interesting. I never, that's a good question. I never thought to, uh, about that before because you do see some of these uh, – uh, big RVs towing uh, some sort of a vehicle, and uh, there definitely has to be a difference. Interesting. Thanks for that text. If you have any kind of a car care question, call uh, text us at uh, 651-989-9226. Here's another one. Would 
a, a Lucas oil stabilizer slow down a leak in a 2007 Subaru Forester with 180,000 miles on it? Well, I doubt if it will on that particular vehicle, just because they're, they, I, I, most commonly where they leak oil from is the head gasket and uh, uh, the um, oil sealer won't do anything to help with that. But on some cars, you know, if it's an old, the old uh, style seals, where uh, if they get some of that sealer into the seal, it'll soften up the seal. Sometimes those will help uh, with leaks, but I, I don't think I don't think on that Subaru so much. Uh, that probably wouldn't help. As far as additives go, I kind of know how you feel about that, but it it, it isn't. I mean, if you go without uh, an additive, whether it be gas or oil treat go, I kind of know how you feel about that, but it, it, it isn't. I mean, if you go without uh, an additive, whether it be gas or oil treatment, uh, as long as you keep the maintenance up, you're pretty good to go, aren't you? Well, I think that's the truth. I think if you do the maintenance according to the schedule, uh, then the additives aren't necessary. However, if you've gotten behind and uh, say you're way, way behind on an oil change, then running an additive or a cleaner uh, through before you do an oil change is probably a good idea. And uh, if, for example, if, you're, if you don't drive your vehicle much, if it sits a lot and, uh, and you want to put some fuel injection cleaner, mix it into your gas, that's probably a good idea too. But if you, you, know, if you drive your vehicle normally and, and uh, drive it regularly and put on plenty of miles, and do your maintenance the way you're supposed to it, it's probably not necessary. All right. If you have any kind of a question about your vehicle and uh, you want to get an answer before the next uh, you know, 20, 30 minutes are up, send Dan a text right now, and as we head to this break, we'll pick up on some more. But our text number is 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Dan will be with us till just about 745, and then Jack Farrell will have his... Uh, his wine chat. So send them that text right now. We'll be back. 58 degrees here in the Twin Cities, heading for 84. News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, located exactly where they're on Grand Avenue, Dan. Well, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, Denny, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call as soon as this morning, 651-228-1316. Very good. Uh, and uh, if you have uh, any kind of a car care question, don't wait. Uh, Dan will be taking his leave here in about uh, 20 minutes or so. Uh, so send us a text like some folks are doing at 651-989-9226. And we'll let you know how to get in touch with Dan and his crew uh, uh, just as uh, Dan's taking his leave today. Um, here's one. Speaking of Lloyd's, I'm, uh, this is unsolicited here, Dan. You'll get a kick out of this, a nice one. Uh, it comes from Mary. A thank you to Lloyd's coming to my aid last Monday. My car would not start, and the dealership told me I had to wait until Thursday for an appointment I called Lloyd's, and they took care of me that day. Thanks again for the great service and friendly staff. Well, thanks, Mary, for 
for taking the yeah. time to do that. It always feels thank, good, right? Yeah, thank you, Mary. That's nice. It's uh, it's nice when we're when we're able to actually be able to help somebody on a particular day. Yeah, especially so fast too. That's good. That's great. Uh, there's an inter- interesting uh, text. Why is there? Uh, why are there different batteries for cars with stop and start and cars without? What if the wrong one is installed? Is that true? Are there different batteries for those that uh, type? Not necessarily. Uh, there, there are different batteries for different cars. Uh, you know, back in the old days, Denny, there used to be three or four different battery numbers just based on the shape. Sure. And now, of course, there's 20 or 30 different batteries, uh, depending upon all sorts of different things. But generally speaking, most cars nowadays are a 12-volt system, unless they're a hybrid or an electric car. But most cars are a 12-volt system, and at least in the short term, uh, any 12-volt battery will work in it uh, and get you where you're going. Now, that being said, there are some batteries that are have gotten very, very complicated uh, over the years. And in fact, uh, when you replace a battery, the battery needs to be programmed to a particular car uh, so that uh, the car knows what the battery is and mm. you know how many amps it is and all that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, it's got more complicated than it used to be. I should, like everything else. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a text that says, I have a 99 F-350 truck with only 80,000 miles on it. Because of the age, uh, should I replace the belts? Well, uh, they can be, in, I mean, the best way to uh, answer that would be that to inspect the belts and see if they're getting any weather cracking in them. Uh, if they are not, then I would feel pretty good that, that they're okay. Honestly, unless there's a failed component, I very rarely see uh, a broken belt. But if you can see some cracks that are starting to form in that uh, in the belt itself, then I think yes, you should go ahead and do that. And you know, it is a rubber component, and as we know, time and heat and all those sorts of things uh, hurt rubber components. And and uh, a dry belt is no exception. I was mentioning it earlier this morning, Dan, about folks maybe thinking of taking a fall road trip. And, uh, of course, you know, you want to make sure your oil is good and your tires are good, et cetera. Uh, but if somebody hasn't had kind of their engine uh, looked over for a while, is it relatively easy for a technician to to spot a belt that may need replacement? I mean, is it is it pretty visible to the to the professional eye? It is very visible. And, in fact, uh, as you know, Denny, we run these spring and fall specials for that very purpose and it it really mostly it's an oil change and a tire rotation if necessary but mostly it's a it's a more sophisticated inspection and those are the types of things that we're looking for and uh, that's a great idea if you're going on a fall vacation and doesn't that sound fun to take a road trip yeah Uh, yeah but uh, yeah that sounds like like a great idea but have your car checked out because Anybody that's ever had road trouble uh, on a vacation knows that uh, it, it can kind of put a damper in your vacation. So it, I think it makes sense to get the car checked out before you go. Love those road trips. I really do. Uh, let's see. Here is a question. Uh, text. By the way, if you have a text uh, question via text, that's the only way we're taking it today. Uh, 651-989-9226. Is it worthwhile to put a 2-amp overnight charge to a car battery every six months? Well, it's not necessary if you drive your car regularly. Uh, it, uh, um, 
I would I would say that if you drive your car regularly, the battery stays fully charged. However, with the way things have been lately, and people aren't driving their cars as much, uh, you can slowly deteriorate the the charge on your battery uh, if it doesn't run long enough to recharge. And so, in the case like that, I think it probably does make sense. It uh, uh, the the best way to protect the longevity of your battery is to keep it fully charged. Okay. Here's a frustrating thing. I know we've talked about this uh, before, you and I even privately, but this texter says a 2017 Buick Envision, a friend cleaned my uh, all of my car windows with a product that's supposed to keep windshield clear and repel water. However, all the windows are full of streaks and difficult when the sun hits it. I tried cleaning windows with Windex and been through a car wash a few times with no success. What can I use to clean my windows? Also, the weather stripping seal on the windows and doors of the car are dry and dirty. What should I use to clean those? I enjoy your show so much. Uh, yeah, that can be frustrating with the cleaning, especially the interior of a windshield. You know, getting them clean is a challenge, yeah. and my best advice is to do it frequently and uh, and do it more than once. Even when I'm washing my own windshield, uh, I do... Uh, you know, wash the whole thing, and then I start over with a clean rag and do it again. And if you don't want any streaks or anything, I think that's the best way. And uh, the the uh, if I if I get a you know if, if we get a residue or something uh, on a windshield or on the uh, the back of a car or something from an oil leak or something like that, uh, the best thing we found to get it off is Dawn dishwashing liquid. Oh, yes. So uh, it seems like Dawn works on everything. <laughs> it does, yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a good point. You don't have yeah. to use a lot of it either. You know, yeah, very little of it, but yeah. I, use it, I use it for washing my windows at home too. So uh, I think that's, uh, that's what I'd recommend. Try that and see if that doesn't help. What about this other text question about the weather stripping, the seal on the windows? They're dry and dirty. How can you take care of those, do you think? Well, I think same thing. Just clean them, uh, for starters. First thing you want to do is get all the dirt and, and grime off, and maybe you'll find that that's enough. Uh, if, they need to, if they need to be refreshed a little bit, uh, I think a, a, a clear silicone lubricant, a spray uh, silicone, is the best thing to spray on them and then wipe that off also. Yeah, get the excess off. Okay, tell you what, we have more show to come. Dan's going to be around here for about another 10 minutes. Send us your text via 651-989-9226. 58 degrees in the Twin Cities. In a moment or two, we will have a look at that uh, forecast here on 830-WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Dan, we have a bunch of text messages, and if we don't get them all now today, we'll uh, we'll open up the show uh, with those uh, next Saturday. So I appreciate your patience. Um, here's one: a 2018 Ford Edge with driver alert system, which has become unavailable. Hmm. Any ideas, Texture says. What is that? Driver alert system. Well, I th- I, I'm, what I'm aware, what I think it is, is the, uh, the you know, the warnings if you're getting close to something when you're parking. Okay. Or if oh, you're sure. driving down the road and you have a light turn on in your, in, in your uh, mirrors uh, to know that there's somebody near you. Um, and if it's become unavailable, if it's not working anymore, then there's something 
going on with it. There's a problem. There's a sensor or something that it, it that's not working correctly, and for that reason, the computer shuts it off. You know because it's not safe if all of the sensors aren't working properly. So uh, if you bring it into the shop, uh, we can interface with that system. We'll hook our computer up to yours and see what's going on. I'm sure that there's a diagnostic trouble code that's stored in there, and uh, we'll have to do some some uh, investigation work to figure out what it needs exactly. But uh, oftentimes that's not a significant repair and can be handled, uh, you know, just fine. Okay, well, good news. This question is, do hybrid cars have lithium batteries, and are the, these batteries safe from self-combustion? <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I've seen that in the, in the news uh, uh, from time to time, just like everybody else, and it's why people are wondering about that. But uh, any battery uh, uh, can cause a problem uh, if the battery gets an internal short and overheats. And uh, that's why when you get on an airplane, they tell you to, you know, uh, take all your your uh, batteries out of your devices before you check your bags and things like that, because that can cause trouble. And uh, but generally speaking, uh, it's very uncommon for that to happen. So mostly I think that the batteries in all cars are. Uh, safe and and uh, designed to do what they do. So I don't think it's a. Uh, it does happen from time to time, but I don't think it's a, a significant worry. It's not a major concern. Okay. Right. Uh, this text, by the way, this is a 2016 Buick Enclave. It says the car makes a shudder when starting to accelerate from a stop, and when going up an incline, it lowers speeds. Could this be a transmission problem? You know, it could be a transmission problem. That's how a transmission feels when it's starting to fail. Uh, but I, my advice to you would be you should take it in and have a professional take it for a drive and also check to see if there's any codes stored uh, in your uh, vehicle. Uh, I've had cars that have fooled me where it felt like a transmission problem and really what it was was an engine misfire. And so uh, you'd need to be careful about that. But... Um, I think that if a professional were to drive it and feel it, they could give you a pretty good idea what's going on. Here's a tip. In fact, it's something I was going to try myself. A listener says, as far as cleaning uh, windshields, magic eraser works great for cleaning the inside of a windshield. I think I may try that. Well, that's uh, that's great advice. I've I've not tried it myself either, but uh, but I'm always willing to try something. Uh, you know, I don't know why the windshields why the inside of the windshields get so dirty so quickly. I think it's from the, you know, the gas that gets emitted from the, from the plastics in the vehicle, you know, in the heat and in the cold, but, but the, they sure, they sure do get messy quickly. That's what I hear. It's those, those off gases from, uh, from all the vinyl, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a guess, but I've read that before. Magic eraser. We'll give it a shot this week and we'll let you know what happens. Uh, Here's one. Is a brake caliper check included if you bring in a, a used car, If a pre-purchase checkup is what the listener wants to know? Well, it would not include disassembling the brakes and uh, inspecting the, uh, the caliper. However, it would include knowing that the brake has been applied and that the brake stops and then also that the brake caliper is releasing properly to allow the, the tire to turn freely. So uh, in a way, it would be checked. The other way that it gets checked is you look at the 
brake pads and know that all four or or both of the brake pads on each of the four wheels is wearing evenly. And if they're wearing evenly, then then uh, the the, the brake calipers are probably okay also. Is it, you know, we're talking about uh, professionals analyzing problems. Uh, this uh, listener also says, "Is uh, could you, meaning a technician, spot a failing starter? Well, uh, not without cause, no. I mean, it, certainly... If when I go get in your car and the starter acts up on me, uh, that would set off an alarm in my head and I would certainly do something about that. But if I have no cause or if a starter doesn't act up uh, while it's in my possession, I would have no way of knowing that, no. Okay. See, we have time for another one or two more texts. Uh, 1998 Expedition 4.6 liter. If the gas tank is under a one-eighth, it cuts out when I'm at a stop sign. And then turn either way, it cuts out for a second, and then catches up. Do you know why that's happening? Well, I don't I don't without uh, doing some inspection, but the fact that you tell me that it only does it when the tank is low would make me wonder if there's something going on with the fuel pump itself or the pickup uh, for the fuel pump that which is in the tank. And uh, if that's got a if that's got a little ruptured hose or something like that where it's getting air in it when it gets that low, then uh, that would cause a problem like that. But unfortunately, uh, you're probably going to end up with uh, having that gas tank removed and inspecting the fuel pump and perhaps replacing the fuel pump. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Dan, we're out of time. Uh, I'm going to save these text messages, the last couple that uh, we didn't get to. And we'll open up the show next week with those. What do you say to that, okay? That sounds great. All right, well, you have a good week, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, ring you up again next Saturday. What do you say? Sounds good. Thanks, right, how, do we, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Oh, well, give us a call. There'll be somebody there as soon as this morning at 651-228-1316. You can come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Or you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Excellent. Thanks again for the help, Dan. We'll talk next week. Sounds good. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Stay tuned next for our wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's here on News Talk 830 WCCO.